Hello and welcome to episode 157, 157 of the Laird and Proud podcast. Sunday night, as usual, I'll be going through the ins and outs of the league and everything about the county. Um, in this episode of the League All About It show, I talk about the COVID implications live um, in terms of the, the future of the league in the, in the county, maybe long term, short term, over the next couple of weeks, over the next couple of months. And what might happen and um, with the COVID kind of just r- r- uh, rates rising in the county? I talk about that. Talk about also the impact of the county horrors. They're involved as well. They're they're the, the cause of some of the postponements. Basically, it was a decimated show, um, uh, but there's still plenty to talk about in there and a couple of key and interesting results as well, especially in three A and then Roach going top uh, giant top and the brides going giant top in their divisions as well. So plenty to talk about um and it was all done live. So if you've any if you've any kinda thoughts on what way the league might go or how it'll finish up or what might happen, do let me know. Um also um, still to come it'll be in the podcast where you'll have to pay for on Patreon. It's the um Loud ladies get the full treatment, they get the full loud and proud treatment, um, talking points. And I caught up with their manager Wayne Freeman after their loss to Down. I'll do the run through the game as well. Um, and I suppose what else will be this week on the podcast? I'll be previewing the Laurie Mar Cup for the for the, the Loud Horse. They take on Cavan in the semi final. I'll also be previewing the minor, uh, Loud play Mead in the Leinster minor semi final as well. They play Mead in Park Talton on Saturday the 24th of July. And uh, yeah, so plenty happening this week, plenty happening on the weekend, on and off the field. I cover it in this episode 157. Um, it always reminds you 1957, um, Loud winning the All Ireland 1957. So yeah, plenty there um, in the podcast. Thanks very much for tuning in, and I'll catch you at the end for just a quick brief um, conclusion to the show. But yeah, here's the league all about the show, round. Five, episode number four. Hello and welcome to a decimated, loud and proud League All About It show. I'm just getting set up as usual on the Instagram feed. You can catch me here, or if you if you can't listen to the whole show or watch the whole show, listen to the podcast. It's out for free every Sunday night on the Loud and Proud podcast, as per usual. Hang on, here we go. I'm just signing up. Yeah, I'm now live on Instagram and now live on Facebook. So it's the League All About It show. It's it's a decimated League All About It show. It's going to be a short one tonight um, due to a lot of teams um, falling victim to COVID. A lot of teams are tied up with loud haulers as well. So there's a bit of confusion around that. I'm going to clarify everything. I'm going to give you the results that we're on. Because it's probably easier to say what games did go ahead and then what games didn't. So you had four off in Division 1, you had four off in Division 2, and then a combination of four off in 3A and 3B. So um, probably just as well for some teams because of the stifling heat. Absolutely cruel to play football out there in that heat. But um, yeah, teams got it, got it done, say, starting on Friday night, um, Division 2 game between Roach and the O'Connells. But yeah, first of all, I'm going to I'm gonna give uh, give the usual the results, then go through each and every game and then give my performance of the weekend. So, um, Division 1, Saturday night, half seven, two games went ahead. The Dreadnoughts beat Cooley 12 points to nine. And then the Sean O'Mahony's are beaten at home um, 1-12 to 14 
uh, yeah, by the brides. Then Division Two on Friday night, Roach Emmett's beat Joe Connell's three fourteen to two fourteen. I love it when it's, it's like that, just divided by a goal. Um, and then today, early on today, midday, I think it was the Clans came to Drogheda and beat Oliver Plunkett's eleven six. So um, a big win there for the Clans. And then in Division Three A, the only draw of the weekend. The Piercy nine points, Dunlear one six. I'll be talking about that in depth now in a few minutes. So and then a big big win for Denham. It's five eighteen to four over Nave Malachy. And then Division Three B. This was Saturday evening at five o'clock. The Tones beat the Mitchells one twelve to two eight in the top of the table clash there. And then the Knicks, they were they they beat the Animal and Rovers three eight to one thirteen. So, a couple of the games. Jocks, the Blues, um, that was called off for COVID reasons. The Moctis and the Feckins was tied up with the with Loud Horror. I think there was four with the Feckins. Um, Paul Matthews, Sean Kerrisk, um, Ryan Walsh and Jamie McDonald. Yeah, got the four off the top of my head. Then the Geraldines and Mattock. The Geraldines have uh, two Loud Horrors. Uh, Matthew Fee and Phelan Joyce. Um, and then Ardie and the Pats, that was called off for COVID reasons. Um, and then you look at last week, the Pats didn't play. Will they play next week? Uh, I think they're down to play the Martins next week. That game could be off as well with COVID. Jocks and the Blues was called off with COVID. So those are four games wiped out with COVID and the um, Tullout Horrors involvement. The same with Totor and the Gales. Totor and Thomas McCreish. And that was called off when he played the Tullout Horrors. Kilcarely are the same. They have Conor Quigley and Darren Gagan involved. And their game with the Rallies was off. The Joes and Hunterstown. There was uh, due to COVID and the 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 Ireland and the Kevins that was due to COVID as well. Then Glyde and the Westerns COVID, um, the Shans and Stabannon COVID, then Cahillan Gales and Dowdle Hill. I think that was COVID related. I'm not 100 percent certain on that one, but yeah, that that's how it played out. And it's I suppose one of the things I'm t- I'm going to kind of t- touch on here before I get in in depth on the games is we've a real risk now of the ga- the the league not being finished, and we've a real risk now of an awful lot of pressure on teams to get the league finished, and the county board on players, mainly due to the fact of uh, the, the, the regarding promotion and relegation. <coughs> Could it be called off completely? Could it be? Um, could it be played at the end of the year? Could it be kind of? Could everything be sal- scrapped and just salvage it for the championship in September? Um, could it be? Could could it be a two or three week break altogether? Just keep keep everything kind of at a standstill. Uh, clean up the COVID cases. Because listening on the radio this morning, that um, the COVID cases are as high as they were in January, and then you have all this age. That's age age group between eighteen and thirty four. That it's affecting, and these are the players that these are the age of the players that are involved in every squad. Um, although it's not really proven, it's a close contact if a player has it within a panel. Um, it's nearly those. It's what those fellas are doing outside the football pitch, and um, not the fact that they're training because it's proven that it's not kind of uh, passing things on in passing COVID on in that. And then the loud hurlers as well. They're out next week in the, the semi-final against Cavan. They win that, the, the final's on the following weekend. So that's that could knock a couple of teams out as well with football as well. So um, a lot of people agreeing and disagreeing with that. But then if the pressure on relegation promotion wasn't there, teams would probably play without the horrors. But then you also see <coughs> the man who's played the Brides, both teams had horrors involved. 
but they both decided to play away anyway. Um, <coughs> even enough game point in it. And I think we'll start there with that Brides of Mahoney's game. Yeah, sorry, yeah, just so there's plenty to ponder there. Um, could it get scrapped completely? Is it unfair to do so? Do you play like the minimum amount of teams? Do you play a minimum amount of games? And then and wait the whole kind of the whole kind of status of your results. Do you pick your two your two best results and your two worst results and go with that and let that settle on the the league score? Do you just call it now and wherever your place is, wherever your place is on the table, that's where it, that's where you end for the year. Do you just forget about it? Do you just kind of cancel the whole thing out? Do, and the county board uses the excuse of COVID for COVID reasons, and they come in and just they wipe it all out. Or do they do you hold back and do you just play it all off in um, November, December, January? I don't know. I'm just throwing it all out there. Um, or maybe there's no need yet to panic. There's there's plenty of time to play it, but there is that kind of log jam there. Or maybe you go and split it. Like I, I know you pick your tr- two best results or your two worst results. Maybe just split it and play. You play six games, you get six games played in like a mini league similar to last season. I don't know, it's very hard to know. Just throwing it out there. Um, if you have any ideas, do let me know. But yeah, I'm going to start with that Brides win over the Mahonies. They went six ahead, they were well ahead. Um, but the, the Mahonies started from the much brighter team through Ben McLaughlin. He got a couple of early scores, but then um, the Brides came back into it. I think it was. Um, I think the Brides just snuck ahead 7-4 at half time. Um, and then after the second half, uh, Emma Kirk was uh, fouled and Kevin Herty stepped up and put a penalty, struck away a penalty. And then Ross Morhan, young Ross Morhan, got a point as well. And the Mahonies kept kept in the game. They stayed they stayed in touch through uh, Conor Finnegan free kicks. He got five frees in total. And Stephen Kilcoyne as well. He got four points. So... They they kept it they kept it tight very tight game but the goal kind of give the brides the boost in that heat and um, you see it's kind of a low scoring games across the weekend due to that heat and that conservation of energy and goal in those sports but the brides came out on top in that game the man is still without a win after four games and the brides now joined top with Ardy Ardy obviously have a game in hand having not played this again the dreadnoughts they had a big win at home again over Cooley. Um, clearly struggling to find the scores, but a couple of points from um, Keen Connor, um, young player there. Peter Shields, good young player as well. He they're starting to integrate into the side. Patrick Johnson from uh, that on, loud under twenty panel played a full forward. Him and Connor got three points each. It was five three at half time to the Dreadnoughts, who uh, re- relied once again on Peppy Smith and Peach to do the business. Um, he got I think they got seven between them. Uh, and then Jay Hughes as well he followed up with three points as well just to push it in their advantage Fergal McGuigan coming off the bench to get a point for the Dreadnoughts a rare point for the Dreadnoughts and Fergal McGuigan that's, that's a good win for the Dreadnoughts that's a two from four maybe they have now um, and then Division 2 Friday night the O'Connells um, and Roach the O'Connells this is, their, the, 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 this is their closest game so far this season they're, they're quite competitive in it they went in at half-time, leading 10-7. Robert Quigley was in fine form. Um, but then Roach had a massive third quarter. They hit three goals in that, in that third quarter. Just checking my notes here. Um, who got the first goal? It was um, 
Let me see. I know it was Dan O'Connell. Uh, Barry O'Hare got a penalty. It was fouled for a penalty and struck away the penalty. And Dan O'Connell. Oh, Liam Carty, the return of Liam Carty. He got the goal after half time. They went 3 11 to 11 up. And then Conor Culligan and Dean Stanfield again got another goal for the O'Connells to pull it back. And uh, they just couldn't they couldn't just find that equaliser at the end. And the, the Roach picked up another win. So they're, they're going very well. The points on the board as well. <coughs> and they're. they're they're in six points now, so that's three out of four for them. <coughs> um, and then Glen Emerson, massive win, massive win in, in Division 3A, just putting the Malachis to the sword. Um, five goals. Um, Keen O'Neill, he's in great form, he's 2 2. Keith Lynch, real in the air, he came off the bench, he got 2 2. And then Owen Maguire got 1 1. And then you also had, like, it's topped up by scores from Butler, James Butler and Ronald Grufferty. Um, just put it's tough on the on the Malachis, um at home there just a big defeat Glen Emmys look really really strong and then Dunlear drop points they're playing the week after next so they're, but they're still second place the Pearcey nearly closed the gap they got one behind them um, very close game Dunlear Dunlear led at half time um, let me see just check my notes who got their goal it was Paul Callan goal he um he got a great goal after the, a great run from Pierce Hawkins. Hawkins was returned after injury. Killing Gregory still kicking a couple of points. They went ahead. They went two ahead, and Michal Begley reeled them in, and he was the hero with a pointed free to level the game nine points to one six. Um, so the Pierce on five, then Lear are on six, and then Emmett are on eight. I think that that sounds a bit right. So there's a, there's a point off, and then two off in the Pierce. Um, would have been level six points each uh, if if the if the Pearcey had have beaten Dunlear. But Dunlear hang on in that heat to to win, get the point, get the goal early on, and just defend that lead. And then they just couldn't see it over the line. The Pearcey came strong, and then Division Three B. These games were played on Saturday, a little bit more forgiving in terms of the heat and what have you. So. Uh, Kevin Gallagher, he got the goal. Uh, one of the Canes got a goal. He got one two, and John Gallagher got five points. The tones were fairly lively. They got the goal from the very first whistle uh, from Jordan Duffy. He came off. Emma Judge came on, kicked, kicked over a couple of points for his first appearance of the season. Niall Smith got a couple of scores as usual. Darren Weldon as well, and Kaylon McKenna as well got a point as well. It just shows the tones just winning by that margin. They're going in the right direction. A one-point win is a is a really really psychological boost for for the top of the table clash there, and it's for their development as well. They're going in the, in the upward tra- trajectory, and they're just yeah they're just getting that big win over the Mitchells. Then Anamin and Rovers and the Knicks. The Knicks are going well. They didn't play last week, of course, and Anamin and pushed them all the way. Possibly could have got a win. Possibly could have got a draw. At least a draw out of it, but. Knicks did well. Brian Carter performed well in the middle of the field. Um, Fionn Maher got 1-4. He got the goal in the first half. And then um, Rian Farrell and Con Sheen got the two goals to put them well ahead to start the second half. But then on the minute, reeled them back in. Rory Field, he got 1-4 as well. Um, and it just wasn't to be. The Knicks hung on. And they're, they're right. They they have to play the tones as well. So, they, But they're still a wee bit off. Um, but there is a double round in that Division 3B. So, right, um, what game did I not touch on? The Clans, sorry, I forgot about the Clans and the Plunkets in Division 2. The Clans controlled the game. They, control, they controlled the game throughout. Um, they went on and just kept it going and kept it going. Um, point from 
the start of the second half from Robbie Curran and Shane Carroll got two late points as well to see them over the line. Um, so, great win for them. Uh, just forced a bit more pressure on the Plunkers. They had six separate scores. Sean Rice, Sean Callaghan, Stephen Keeley, Conor Early, Baz Reynolds and Dean Carroll. And so, they're struggling for the scores at six points in, the, in that unforgiving heat today. Uh, the clans controlled it, even though they're, they're down a lot with injuries, but they had a bit more legs and a bit more actually through uh, Robbie Corn and his freeze. Um, Colin McKeever got a couple of points as well. But um, yeah, that's it. That's it for this weekend. Uh, thanks to the cleaning doctor, external, external cleaning services in Loud and Monaghan. Windows, gutters, walls, patios, roofs and driveways. So thanks to Ernon and the cleaning doctor um, for this kind sponsorship of the show. Um, performance of the week who will I give it to I think I'll give it to Napiercy just to hang in there with Michal Begley to keep them in the in the game or maybe I'm, I might give it to might give it to the Roach for the t- epic third quarter um, the Dreadnoughts with a very important win Brides with a win without their hurlers as well um, actually no Glenn Emmett Glenn Emmett once again yeah hitting 518 um, they, they deserve performance of the weekend but um, yeah, that's it. That's it. So it's decimated league all about it. Show. I don't know whether there'll be, there'll be there's already postponements for next week. I'll have a truncated one again or a decimated show again next weekend. Thanks very much for tuning in on Instagram, on Facebook Live. If you're if you're not able to watch the show, you can listen to it on the podcast for free. Thanks to the cleaning doctor, external cleaning services allowed in Monaghan. That's it for the show. That was your performance of the weekend, and uh, it's amazing. With not as many games, you still have a lot to talk about. And COVID is a massive talking about and the loud hurlers. They're out the next weekend, if the wind are out the following weekend. So there's knock-on implications there. I covered it all on the show tonight. Thanks very much for tuning in on the Loud and Proud League All About It show. Bye-bye. Good night. See? You can see my my reaction by the end of the show. There's plenty to talk about. Um, in the show and the implications of the field and then on the field as well it's it's funny it's very funny I don't know what way it's going to go um, you'd be scared you'd be worried and you think it'll be okay it'll be all alright by the come the end of the month and maybe start a whole of August to play 100 games and maybe it just goes to the end of the year I don't know I'm throwing a few mad hat ideas out there at it in terms of waiting the results and playing your best results picking your best results and scrapping it and mini leagues all sorts but you have your ideas you de- do let me know and um, you did let me know that um, Harry Butterley is son of Pat Butterley uh, young player of Tom O'Connell from the Gales is a young player he's come up through the ranks there. I think he's 19 or 20 and uh, you'd let me know that QPR signed uh, Jimmy Dunn um, former um, Geraldine's underage star uh, I think he didn't play for Ireland but he was on the he was on the panels with Martin O'Neill son of Eamon Dunn as well who manages um, who managed the Geraldines last season as well and he'd be some signing if, if the Gerrard got him back serious talent serious footballer before he went uh, big big man big presence and uh, yeah it could be well needed there in, in the Haggistown Blackrock base side and um, that's it yeah that's it for this week's podcast like I said at the start at the top um, I will be previewing the Miners big game against Mead and the Horlers as well big game against Cavan one game away from Crow Park thanks very much for tuning in oh the Celtic uh, challenge they're in the final as well against Cavan so best of luck to them I'll be previewing all that thanks very much for tuning in stay safe I can't believe I have to say that again 
stay safe mind yourself and if you can't mind someone else as well and thanks very much for listening to the loud and proud Sunday night podcast show good luck bye bye